with light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This, this little, little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hi, and welcome to Real Good Stuff. I'm Scott Clapson. And we're here today with Andrew Piles Fremming from Hollywood Adventist Church. You are the director of administration, right, Andrew? That's correct. Yep. Yeah. So you started a few years ago, you started a shower program here at Hollywood Adventist. I did. We had um, about five or six years ago, we had a Caltrans was starting to do a crackdown of people staying along the freeway, and our facility is located right on the edge of the 101. When they were cracking down on people staying along the freeway, people were asking them where should they go, and they said, well, we don't care, but you can't be along the freeway. So essentially, they were sending people up into the neighborhoods close by the freeway, and there was a real big issue with encampments, and that created problems with the neighbors. And so I happened to have started in the office about that time and kind of came into everything not knowing anything about the situation. I really didn't even know a whole lot about homeless people. I grew up in the Midwest and in a very suburban environment, so I never experienced homelessness. Where we were at, it wasn't feasible to be homeless, so I think you kind of just migrated to a warmer climate. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'd, I'd never really experienced homelessness, and when I came to L.A., I thought the city was so dirty and there were all these homeless people, but I didn't really understand any of it. Mm -hmm. And so my understanding kind of happened from this discussion with the neighbors dealing with the encampments that were around our property after people had been kicked out of their their spots along the freeway and so we were meeting with the councilman's office and our neighbors and trying to understand what the needs of the neighborhood were and then what the needs of the the residents that were being displaced were as well and one of the things that kept coming up over and over again was that they didn't have access to personal care facilities uh, there weren't bathrooms there weren't showers available at the time there was only one other location providing showers as far as we know in central la and they were only doing a few showers per day so they were making a very small dent in it but they weren't even covering the people probably on our block, let alone people in Hollywood or central LA. So we decided to start doing a day shelter program. Um, initially, we didn't. it wasn't very big. We just had a few people that were coming in. It, in the beginning, it was so small that everyone just had their own color of towel. And uh, so they would come in and get in the shower and, and then we would launder towels occasionally, but everyone had their own specific towel. And then it kind of just grew from there because more and more people started coming and we never did any advertising, but word of mouth uh, from people that, that had come helped it grow from from there. And uh, then at, at some point we, we started doing the, the day shelter program and did that for about four and a half years. It was great to do the day shelter program. I learned a lot, got to meet a lot of people and hear their stories, but there were a lot of issues that, that happened with that. We had a lot of interpersonal issues. Uh, I ended up being more like a bouncer rather than mm -hmm. being able to assist people as much because we had a lot of fighting and, and stuff like that. And so we always were looking for a better way to do mm -hmm. things. And 
after one particular incident, we said, okay, this enough is enough. We have to do something different. We don't have the answers, but we're going to stop showers for two weeks. And we're going to give, when we come back, we're going to have a different approach. Mm-hmm. And so we, we did that and we started looking around. We knew we'd been operating in the day shelter model and we, what's a better model that we could operate with. And so we finally settled on a spa. We wanted to bring, we've always wanted to bring dignity to people's lives and, um, not treat them as homeless, but just as somebody who needs access to personal care resources and doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, what better model could we use than a spa? That's like the ultimate in relaxation and bringing dignity to a person. Mm-hmm. So we we looked at what they do with online booking and then being able to book through phone and, and different ways that way. And so we then went from our day shelter model where people would line up in the morning and come in and put their name on a paper list and have to wait sometimes all day just to get in the shower to having a booking system where people can schedule ahead of time around their schedule, around the things that they already have going on. So whether it's a doctor's appointment or work or whatever it is, they're able to schedule around around that so they can still have their life um, and be able to go about life in a clean manner so that they don't have to feel different than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite amazing the experience that I had when I first came, right? It was about a year ago, Mm -hmm. and I had never used a shower like that before. I didn't know what I was doing. I'd Mm -hmm. heard all sorts of stories. I was so stunned at, like, I was handed a towel. I was handed soap. I was asked if I needed anything else. <laughs> yeah, so that's really important with us too. Some, so I mentioned that there is one other organization that does provide showers in the area, and we're glad for what they do. They don't always do it with the most dignity, probably. Mm-hmm. So when guests get in their showers, they're just provided a paper towel to dry off with when they get out. And that's one comment that I had at the beginning was, oh, you're so much different. You provide a cloth towel. And I didn't really even think about it. I didn't know there was a different way. I just like, this is what I use at home. So this is what we're going to use. And so we were using cloth towels. But after that, it really made me think about that. So we've been intentional since then of what will provide dignity to, to people. And so sometimes it's not always the easiest. Like we do a lot, a lot of laundry mm-hmm. uh, with providing cloth towels and washcloths and, and clothing and all of that stuff. So there's a lot of washing involved. And it's not the easiest, but we do that because it, it provides dignity to people. About how many people do you provide showers for? Or how many showers do you provide, rather? Um, so that hit, the first few years, we were doing about 15 to 18 showers a day when we were running the, the day shelter program. The day we have with the least amount of capacity has about that number of people. And the max that we've done in a day so far is we've 60. Wow. Yeah. 60 showers. Six, 60 showers. That keeps our staff on their toes and running all day long. <laughs> yes. Keeps you and Maggie on toes mm. all day long. So how are you able to do, you only have two showers in the building. How are you able to do more than Yeah. So that? we have two showers in the building and we were pretty much at max capacity with what we had in the building. And then uh, we were provided a connection with an organization that has a mobile shower unit. And so they now bring their mobile shower unit to our facility one day a week. And that enables us to have 
more showers available to get walk-ins in on that day. And it's great, but we're running into the problem where even with the mobile unit coming, we're near capacity now on, on the day with the additional capacity. So um, there's a, a, just a huge need for the personal care resources, and it's not something that is being thought of by a lot of people. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of access to food and, and other things, but not so much for personal care. And there isn't even access to bathrooms when you're homeless. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big public health issue, not just mm -hmm. the going to the bathroom outside, but for the individual. And that's something that I didn't realize till I was in this experience and talking to my primary care provider uh, through the Wesley Clinic. And uh, she was talking to me about that, about the health issues that can arise from not having access to a bathroom that have nothing to do with bathroom stuff happening outdoors. Mm -hmm. It has to do with the internal stuff that happens to our bodies when we don't have access to a toilet. So yeah, yeah it's it's even more than dignity. It's a it's a public health concern. It, it is a public health concern. When you're experiencing homelessness or a transitional state, you're not different than anyone else. Most of us are one paycheck away from being in that situation ourselves. I'm so grateful. I want to give a big shout out to the Shower of Hope is the organization yes, that you mentioned, right? Mm -hmm. They're very, they go around a lot and they're very innovative with that shower trailer. And I know they're talking about, I believe, expanding to, I'm hoping to have Mel on a, a future podcast. So um, I'm just excited that people are realizing that it's so important for folks that want to have access to, you're calling it personal care. Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, the ability to get clean is so important. I cried entirely through my first shower for the first, you, you all get 15 minutes, which is also, mm -hmm. I think, really generous. And you don't realize until you haven't had a shower in weeks what a difference that makes for moving in society and talking to people and feeling like a, a person again. Yeah, people treat you completely differently. Mm -hmm. If you've had the ability to be clean and you have clean clothes on, people don't know that you're homeless. Mm -hmm. um, and so it, people treat you completely differently. And there's a, a whole discussion on whether or not that should happen, and we can't get into that. But what we can do is just provide a space where you can, can be treated with respect. And, mm -hmm. and then when you leave our facility, people will see you in a different light. And I think also even bigger, I think they see themselves. I think we see yes. ourselves in a different light, right? When we're clean, mm -hmm. right? Uh, there was a really great um, uh, member at Hollywood Adventist one day was talking to us on a Saturday about that, about what having a shower means for her mm -hmm. and how fresh she feels and just how changed she feels after the shower and just hearing an elder in the church mm -hmm. speak about that and how important it is to her so she gets it mm -hmm. and i'm just hoping that more and more people get this of how, how important this work is that we're all doing and yeah the dignity work of being present with people mm -hmm. maybe if people want to donate to <laughs> a shower trailer for hollywood adventist church hey i mean if you want to help <laughs> us provide a shower trailer we'll definitely put it to use like i said um even when we have the mobile unit joining us now we're we're very near capacity yeah. so there is a big need for it we have hundreds of people that are homeless here in the hollywood area and we're we're able to serve just a fraction of those in the past year we've served over 500 guests wow. um, and the cool thing about the staff that i work with is that we get to know most of our regulars on a first name basis mm -hmm. 
and it goes back to that that dignity element of being able to greet people by their first name when they come in and go hey how are you doing how's your day going we know you were talking about not feeling so well yesterday how are you feeling today how's your car doing some of our guests live in their cars and so we just get to get to know little elements about them and are able to to talk with them it really becomes like family Absolutely. I appreciate being a part of the family at Hollywood Adventist, Andrew. Uh, and I really appreciate everything that you and Maggie and, and Crow and everybody else do for the shower program. It's really awesome. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Thanks for listening to Real Good Stuff. I'm Scott Clapson. Uh, we've been recording here at A Million Drops Learning Center. You can learn more at amilliondrops.org. Have a great day. This little light of mine, I'm going-